2: Hello again, fellow basement dwellers. This is your good friend, Patrick O'Dowd, welcoming you in to the July 5th edition of Bandwagon Nerds. Hope everybody had a lovely holiday, and if you're like me, you have the day off today as well. Get that extra day. Enjoy that extended weekend. Sleep in. Hope everybody had great barbecues. Maybe saw some fireworks, unless you live out west. I Please don't. I, I hope too many people didn't set california on fire dave i hope california is not in fire on fire i mean we're recording this on the fourth so i don't know yet but uh, i'm nervous for like oregon california everywhere
3: people are stupid out here man I, it's like yes hey. last night we're yeah we're recording this on the fourth you would have thought last night was the fourth of july it was ridiculous there was like my my friends working out outside of town like more out in the oil fields because they surround the town and i mean It was ridiculous, man. I, I, it's just, it's, it's California. So.
2: That's true. Well, and here's the thing. The Gulf of Mexico is on fire, but we're not going to talk about our problems in the environment. Like, the earth is burning itself up, and we're contributing because we're dumbasses. But we're going to talk some bandwagon nerd stuff, and, of course, this is Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, the best website on the planet. We have a full bandwagon today. Of course, you just heard the lawyer, David Ongar. We have also got back... For a second straight episode after hiatus, the Reverend Ray Cash, welcome back, Ray. How are you? Thank you, sir? I'm doing
4: real good. You'd be proud of me. Flash Gordon came on TV today. Did Did you watch it? No, because I caught it in the last 30 minutes. So I'm going to anyway. But I but we, I know so, it's coming back on, so I'm gonna catch it.
2: Right, and congratulations to your Phoenix Suns. We got a little rivalry on the bandwagon because we also have Mr. PC Tunney, the live studio audience, the Bucks fans. We got jerseys representing. No fighting, fellas, today. This is a nerd, nerddom is all about bringing people together, and so that's where. Oh, and Tunney's already walked out. Of course. I said this was a chock-full bandwagon. We also have a special guest this week, uh, a semi-regular on the show at this point. Usually, though, this guy is on when I'm not on. So this is, I'm very excited to welcome in Mr. Velvet Pipes himself, the voice of the Cherish Out Radio Network, Christopher Platt. How are you doing, man?
5: Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and fellow nerds. Patrick, thanks for having me on, man. I always have a ball when I'm on this show, and we are recording on July 4th, so happy birthday, America.
3: America. All right. You had to go there, didn't you, Chris?
5: I, I did, Dave. I couldn't help myself, man. You you know. <laughs>
3: so, I
2: last week on this program, when Ray made his triumphant return to the bandwagon, he shared coming into that episode that he was a little nervous about coming on to the show i'm a little nervous about today's show for a couple of different reasons one christopher platt's on the show and i always have trouble keeping christopher platt on lockdown a little bit like he gets he gets a little crazy and i get a little uncomfortable um i, I don't know it's just you know I, I a competent radio black man on my show i feel threatened uh no, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a
5: puppy dog patrick what are you talking about my my my, my bark is way worse than my
2: bite i am a puppy dog. i'm glad, dog. I, I'm glad <laughs> I have tony on this show so that he can yell at you when i get scared <laughs> you're,
6: <laughs> you're, you're, hey you're, sunday's my day off brother sorry oh
2: uh, no don't do that to me don't do that
4: you say you're a you say you're a puppy dog but that's what every pitbull and ratwiler owner says about their own dog so i don't know Y'all know,
5: Pat, not so much, but you other three yahoos, y'all know, man. I'm a teddy bear.
6: I tell people, watch out, he bites hard.
2: So (laughs) I I, I will say, full disclosure, milk listener. Ew. I I asked for this. I asked (laughs) Mr. Platt to join the show. And here's the other reason why I'm nervous today. And and I know Tony's already uncomfortable because I couldn't help him with his Saturday evening routine. We're flying – Without a rundown today, because I wanted to surprise you all, we're going to have some fun for about two-thirds of the show playing a little game. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm nervous. I'm going to share right now. You're going to be frustrated with me because I didn't tell you what we were doing in advance, and you're all going to be like, I couldn't prep for this, but I'm okay with it. I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. First third of the show, of course, we will continue our coverage of Wandavision and we're gonna dive right into it. WandaVision. So get- right. <laughs> WandaVision. Shit, shit, Loki. Retro Loki. episode <laughs> of
3: bandwagon nerds here today. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you that's don't right have a now, rundown pat, mistake. it all falls hey, apart.
6: I, I, I'm the one that's been to the bar already today. Come on, Patrick. Yeah, I, I was like, happy, I got to happy President's Day, everybody.
4: Happy President's <laughs> Day <laughs>
2: loki loki not wandavision i mean there's magic involved like i guess we count that but anyway i'm gonna hit the music and then we're gonna we're gonna dive into a kind of surreal fourth episode All right, gentlemen, watching this episode, I'm gonna be honest, a ton of stuff happened, and yet I took away two things out of this. Like there are two like moments that I remember from from this episode that just keep searing in my brain. One is the mid credits scene, which we'll talk at the at the very end and whoop-to-doo basil, what does it all mean? Uh, and then the other, that look that Loki is giving Sylvie, like like that look. You know, that like the bedroom look, the come hither look. I was titillated. I was confused. I was a little turned away. I felt like I was on, um, you know, xvideos.com with one of those like brother's sister channels that people don't admit that they look at, but somebody looks at. You you know, there's not a channel unless people are looking for that stuff, you weirdos. Um, So those were the two things that that really stood out. And then, you know, the TVA kind of blowing up. Big things. So, Tony, you okay over there, buddy? Wow, you're checking your checking, wow, wow. checking, checking your ex wow,
5: videos. Wow! Wow! Team? Wow! You wow! Pull. Wow! Wow!
2: That's right. See, just for the record, by the way, because I heard y'all while I was on vacation saying that you know I I don't approve of these sorts of things. I'm just saying, like you know, you talked about battling and you thought I would I was like above such things. I'm not above such things. Like depravity does exist. So. But that's that's neither here nor there, Dave. You talk the most out of this group, so I love you. Lawyer up! Reactions to episode four of Loki.
3: Yeah, lawyer up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I'll start off with. So the TVA was just all bullshit. I, I mean, that that's one place that I want to start out with. That uh, the timekeepers are nothing more than robots. No one know is the TVA real or is it some something completely different? That question was left largely unanswered. Um, (laughs) What does pruning actually mean? Where do they send you when you're pruned? That's the mid-credit issue that we're going to talk about. But yeah, I I thought it it was a cool episode from the standpoint of of Mobius coming to the realization that not everything is as it seems. And Loki kind of telling him that you're being lied to. And the fact that Mobius sees something enough in Loki to actually research this further to the point that he steals who, what is it? Rowana? Rowana? Is that her name? The, the
5: Rovana, I, think, I believe. Yeah. Rwana. He I think steals, that's her
3: name. steals her tempad, so he can actually see what happened with uh Hunter C 20. And, uh, what? Rowana. My wife says Rowana. So he sees what happens with Hunter C 20 and you get some information that confirms what Loki's saying. So, yeah, I mean, it, certainly as far as the Loki Sylvie angle of things, there's a lot of, uh, something going on there i don't know if it's affection you know with loki you can't tell what's real and what's not which is one of the great things about him are those genuine feelings that he has for her it certainly seemed that way but yeah there's a lot going on as far as as pushing the story forward that i that i i I like the episode not the easiest one to follow but yeah a lot of a lot of important things happen i mean you've got what Two episodes left to resolve all this shit. Two episodes left. That is indeed true. Ray,
2: what about you? So, to kind of just run
4: through things before we break them down individually. How ironic and how perfect and how apropos is it that Loki fell in love with himself? Is that not perfect?
2: Love himself.
4: Hell yeah. And that is literally
5: you literally stole what I was going to say. That, that yeah, you. of course he would. Hey. Yeah. Well,
4: you would. Yeah, of course know, you know, he this, would, this, right? this isn't new. This isn't new. Uh, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And um, that love is, and there's definitely, uh, definitely some type of love between the two of them, whether it's platonic or emotional or anything, because it caused that spike in the timeline that they'd never seen before. Yes, it right? did. So that's a big that's a big deal that I'm sure we'll come back to. Second thing is, clearly proning isn't proning. Clearly proning is putting you in a dystopian timeline. More later. Um, and this is the part of the show, drink, where I piss off Patrick by saying you know what this means, right? The TVA ain't real. You know what this means, right? Not Mephisto. It's our other favorite person.
2: No, oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm not mad at you. This is
4: now I can't. We can't speak definitively because Marvel will always throw a curveball at you. But everything is leading up to this being Kang, not just because he's the one guy we know, villain-wise, who historically is completely revolved around time. Not just because we know he's coming in Ant Man in the in the Wasp Quantum Mania, but because Ravonda was his wife in the comics.
2: Oh yeah, totally. I, I'm with you a thousand percent, man. You all know my affinity for Kang the Conqueror. Like, yeah. I have been touting Kang from the get-go. They why why do you think I'd be mad at you about that? This is like the Mephisto thing, like just, yeah. just makes no goddamn sense. Like, I just think it's funny that everybody's so desperate for this like C level villain that <laughs> that they it's keep. Crazy
4: you think the- that oh. Mephisto is C level, but you think Kang is A level. They've both fought and not beat, but Put it to the Avengers. Both of them have.
2: I mean, okay.
3: Not a show without a K. I, uh, um, I mean, I we, think we can get more into it. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, Kang Kang's an A level. I don't know if Miss Visto see. Yeah, but... Thank
2: you, thank you, uh, Christopher Platt. Your thoughts on the episode, other than the thunder that Ray has stolen from you? Before I go to Tony last, I can
4: steal yeah.
5: more if you want. You want me
2: to steal
4: some more? <laughs> 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 no, I mean, yeah, that's. Awesome. I came to. Okay. <laughs>
2: I wear that shit like a badge of honor now You don't understand, like I love that You play it all day
5: (laughs) But I mean, yeah This was an interesting episode I feel like a lot happened But ultimately nothing really happened I think it was a table setter For where we're going these next two episodes And frankly I, I think we are setting up for Kang And it's not looking good For the Avengers right now Who we got left? I mean, Tony Stark Gone, Steve Rogers Gone, T'Challa, gone, Black Widow, Widow gone. Well, we got a bunch of substitute teachers. We got a teenager from Queens and Captain Marvel, who shows up sporadically with eighty-six different haircuts every Avengers movie. Who else we got to fight they, this threat? They,
4: they, they got some people still around, but it's not the A team. Like Doctor no. Strange still around, Smart no. Hulk with one with one arm is still around. They got some people, but. That's what the next now we what what's Monica Rambeau? What's the spectrum is here now, right? Yeah. Um, There's this
5: guy and then named Thor we got,
3: who's still around. Just just say he's in,
4: but they're but they're in they're in space.
5: <laughs> this they're is like space. the 2000 Olympic basketball team. Like 92 oh. was great. 96, oh, okay. low-key might have been better oh. than 92, but then we got 2000, and it's like right. yeah, yep, they're still gonna win. And Michael but-
2: Red. <laughs> 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 To quote future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers, R E L A X. Relax. We will have a very strong Avenger team. This the, the whole thing with the MCU, and, and you've hit on a plat. The first few movies have really been about now what do I do? Like you look at Spider Man Far From Home, right? Like that whole movie is is Peter Parker wrestling with the burden of there being no tony stark in his life and what does that mean for him and the big thing that i have really appreciated the way the way this mcu approach has been there there has there they are asking the question well now what because that's the question and the great thing about this and what's really exciting is we're going to start to see our heroes emerge and that's that's what this this is foundational work you got to understand Phase one of Marvel was twenty or the the first set was twenty-one movies, guys. We're on like two. Like, like you got you got you got Ray being like, Give me what I want over Black Widow. And and that's like movie number one. We got probably another twenty movies to go. Tunny, your reaction to this episode, and then we'll do a couple of deep dives on some specifics.
6: On a side note, I just got to say we're recording right now during the women's Nathan's hot dog eating competition, and the seven-time reigning defending champion is not competing because she's pregnant. So the number for the winner may go it down this like year. Unfair, Joy,
2: that sounds like an unfair advantage.
6: Joy Chestnut, no, she was not competing. She's not competing. Joy Chestnut has eaten one thousand thirteen hot dogs and buns in his hot dog eating career. So there's that as well. So he'll be he'll be he'll be. He'll be doing this shortly the one thing i want to go ahead dave
3: Dave. i'm I'm doing some nathan's hot dogs today just just so you know tony okay i love it
2: it wouldn't be America without some nathan's hot
3: dogs tony your thoughts
2: on the episode
6: though i you guys you guys covered everything wonderfully and and that's the great part of the show that we do hit it from all aspects right one thing that kind of stuck in my mind as we go into the end credit scene and talk about that here in a bit was The show is about the Lokis, and they pretty much give it away in the opening of the show, if you're smart enough to think about it, because they give you all these different fonts and versions of Loki. And so I just kind of connected those two and and really enjoyed that connection there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see who's behind it all. I I think there is a TVA, someone is behind it, and that's just kind of the show that they put on for now. So Everything else you guys pretty much covered. I'm sad and happy that we're getting to the end of it and that we're getting to the end of it.
2: I mean, we did it all for the Loki. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Where, to I you. need
6: the rim shot from DP? That was that was. <laughs> to, to where's
3: Fred? Point. Where's Fred Durst at? Somebody get Fred on the show, please. Him and his lint
6: biscuit. C-
4: Oh wow! There clearly is a TVA because Ravana was a twenty-three at one point when she's got baby Sylvie. So the TVA exists. It's just the timekeepers aren't real. So that's what I think. TVA, right. TVA clearly, clearly existed.
2: So let's dive into the TVA because that's that's what well, the, the, the there's there's three big things. The TVA was the, the, the facade was pulled back, right? We got the, the we see the timekeepers are, are robots, they're fakes. Somebody else is pulling the strings. We still don't know who that mysterious person is. Um, but what it does to me is it shows that variants aren't about keeping a perfect timeline that doesn't destroy reality. It's about the timeline that one singular character wants to maintain Because of where it leads for them, and that you talked about Ray Kang, the that is Kang to a T. He goes back in time to take out the Avengers because the Avengers are the thing that can fuck up his supremacy three thousand years later. That 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 I it's to me if it's if it's not Kang. I, I have no idea who it could be that would be behind behind it so i have i have one other option and i if this is this system. is shut
4: no this is shot in the dark very 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 small chance but what if it's the watchers
2: no the watchers don't interfere that is well, that is straight the up watch,
4: the watchers don't the watchers
2: interfere watch, you is what? the only exception
4: right but he just hear me out just 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 give me 30 seconds you're absolutely factually correct, however, through the guise of the t v a they could be saying we're not interfering because people are doing their their dirt for them, and what if this leads into what if which is next, and what, what if, if isn't just some some compilation so you, thing I mean, it you, actually is it again? It. what can if you, it's the you, Eternals? i came to yeah. k i came to k okay
2: yep no i am sorry i I' not buy that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm
4: I don't either. I think you it's can, Kang, but I'm saying I back.
2: think it's receipt. A... Um I will I will take it if you can Venmo me my money back on, on that argument. I I'm not I'm not having that one. Dave, back me up on this one. Come on, you know I'm right.
3: If it's not Kang, I mean I, I don't know. Look, thinking back to Marvel Comics as to characters that are integral with time travel, the only ones that really jump out are Ultron and Apocalypse. And those are highly unlikely I mean very highly unlikely to be involved in this, um so yeah, if it's not Kang, you, I don't know. <laughs> I really, I have nothing. It's it's got I, it's it's Kang or nothing at this point. I I can't imagine. Fucking
2: uh, Apocalypse showed up at the end of this series, oh, though. Would that would love people it. would shit their pants. I would love. You're that. not
3: getting Mephisto, bitches. You're getting Apocalypse and the X Men, and that's how we go. It right. I, I would
4: love. He that. Is other first, than. But I was gonna say he is the first mutant.
3: I
5: mean, other than the Joker, Apocalypse is probably my favorite comic book villain of all time. So, yeah, I would I would wet my pants and and cream them simultaneously if that was and the would, reveal. I, obviously, I don't think so, but that would be great.
2: And wouldn't it be so MCU for like the first X-Men to show up to be like fucking Bishop <laughs> <laughs> or Forge? And I love Oop. Forge, by the way. I love Forge as as Oop. an x who, who plays
5: Bishop? Who's a good Bishop? Because I'm thinking Jason Momoa, but obviously it's got to be a
4: brother.
3: Bishop Bishop has did he even show up in any of the shitty X Men movies? He no, was in Days of
4: Future Past. He was in Days Wasn't of Future Past. Who played him? I don't remember. Uh, African guy. Mm. But he's a good that's, actor. That's real specific a, there, Ray. Actor.
3: Just because okay. there's two of you on this show doesn't mean you can be vague about your brethren, you know. I'm just I mean, we got the quota, hey, y'all, pat We've got the quota, pat. Two of them are on the show. There it's official. Y'all just post to no, know, okay?
2: Right, right. Uh, yeah,
3: this is yes. Let's not let's One
5: not just rabbit hole oh, oh, no, let's side. black it up. Fuck it. We got yeah, we we, we got two now. Let's black it up. Uh,
2: <laughs> Loki falls in love with himself, with Sylvie. Is Loki gonna get played, Tony
6: No. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, can he get played? I don't. I don't think he can. I think at the end of this, oh, we're gonna find out could. that every. No, I think at the end of this whole six, the, ne- the next two, we're gonna find out that pretty much everything has been going the way Loki has been wanting it to go the entire time. That's how I feel about it. Um, I obviously him falling in love with and, and being, you know, if they would have kissed and then got saved, it would have been a whole different story. Right. So uh, two Lokis falling in love and maybe, Maybe if two Lokis fell in love, they would actually fight together on something and not be half in, half out on their own side. So maybe that's what caused the problem. It Two Lokis together for one purpose would be way too strong for whoever's timeline we're protecting here. Platt, what do you think? Nothing. Nobody like that. Everybody's like, I'm not following that shit. No, I just,
3: who knows? You know? <laughs> Go ahead, Chris.
6: Loki, He's he's
5: the coyote. He's the Washington Generals. He's destined to lose. Now is he getting played? I don't know. But ultimately, this shit ain't gonna work out well for him because it never does.
3: It's so, true. I, mean, I have a question for you guys, hey, though. Ray. My my question is: How do we get to this whole vote for Loki thing that we've seen in numerous places? I mean, you figure that's got to that, come up in the next two hold episodes. Well, that, that's you're going
2: on another branch, and Ray was going to respond to Platt, so I want you to hold that. Ray, go ahead.
4: Well, I just want to give a different perspective because, I mean, yes, Loki is a perpetual loser. That's kind of part of the rhetoric of the show. But the other part of the rhetoric of the show about his identity is that he he can be who he wants to be. He's just chosen to be what he thought he had to be in a way. Right. Mobius has said it to him multiple times, but that little that three minute scene with him and Sif when he's in the time loop. Right. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the one time where he's been forced to have to deal with himself and couldn't get out of it. The only time it's ever happened. He's always been able to talk himself out of it, and that's when you. So that in the beginning of the show, when he's are the two times where he's forced with his own demise in a way, right? And you see, he chooses to be different in those moments. Now he's always Loki. The nature of Loki is always gonna look out for their own interests first. That's just the nature of of the being. But I feel like this Loki and Sylvie, and I'll, I'll speak to that later if you want me to, but this Loki is starting to see, man, maybe I don't got to be this this much of a dick. Like, maybe this ain't really what I need to be doing. So that's why he was able to befriend Mobius. Well, maybe, maybe you can take the word of a friend, right? And you see the fight afterwards. So when you ask me, is he being played? I don't think he's being played because these two particular Lokis are among have b- gone through among some of the most unique situations that have led them to this point Syl- sylvie was stolen when she was like a, a child she wasn't even 10 years old yet or whatever age it is an At guardian right so she's never had a life so these are unique loki's that have gone through a unique set of circumstances that would allow them to not do the typical loki thing so i don't think no i don't think there's any playing in these two Maybe there is with the Council of Loki's. That's another conversation.
5: Right. That, that's an interesting point. I, I apologize, Patrick, but because that's that's literally his brother Thor's story arc throughout mm-hmm. the the phase whatever of the MCU. That's literally his story arc. So that's a that's an interesting point that you brought up. We're we're also not going to bring up the possibility that we might have saw a Black Thor.
4: At the I'll end of the that episode that's possibility, homie yes. That is both school <laughs> Thor is black Yes And both there's a Cayman Loki. There's, a, there's a Cayman Loki Yeah, I'm sorry
2: All right There's, there's, so, there's a Cayman Loki So now I'm going to go back to Dave Because this is where I think it connects to Dave's point in question About the vote for Loki thing So Dave, pull that, pull that back out now Let's get back to it
3: Well first, I want to shout out to Ray for mentioning Something we just didn't We just kind of glossed over It was the return of Sif Albeit very brief but that was great to see her back uh, because I know there's a ton of people who were always pissed off that they went with the Thor Jane Foster thing and not the Thor Sif thing, which is what happened in the comics. But, yeah, that that was really cool to see her back. um, albeit a very limited role. But, y- yeah, I'm curious where, what you guys think about, you know, how do we get what is this vote for Loki thing? Um, you know, how does that all come into play? You're talking about the Council of Lokis or whatever the hell is going on in the mid-credit scene. So, Ray, I'll turn it to you, you know, uh, uh, and see what you think. H- how do we get to that point?
4: So, it looks like to me, just from what I can surmise, is that every person that's been pruned from the timeline gets sent to this dystopian timeline in New- in uh, New York, where maybe the Chatari won or something. And that's where we see. The Council of Loki's. I'm imagining Hunter B fifteen is there. I'm imagining, um, or I'm imagining that Mobius is there. All the people that have been pruned, right? I feel like that's where Loki is going to uh, do the vote for Loki thing because they clearly have a still society. It's just it's some form of dystopian society. So I'm thinking that's where we see that come that Loki finds a way to. Grow to get into power, maybe to find a way to get back to the timekeepers, maybe to bring everybody together to go after the TVA, or maybe just for his own game Because Loki does what Loki does. But it's—I feel like it's somewhere in that dystopian New York is where that happens, and probably next episode.
3: Tony, what do you think, man? I have no idea.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to find out, but I—I don't I don't know. I. I am I am almost past like just trying to figure it out. Considering the way we've gone for these last three different series, um, it's almost better like to be a wrestling fan and just go, oh, well, you know, I'm probably not going to get what I want, so let's just sit back and wait just, to see just what happens. So, let it parinate. I think marinate. I think what they've done has been amazing though so far. I'll, I'll bring it back to that kind of point of the overall story they're telling and the different things they're introducing, especially with all three of these series. Like everything we got moving forward, I expect to fucking have. A plethora of callbacks on everything moving forward considering everything kind of is just they're doing a great job of letting you think that it's all going to get connected somehow
2: and i think that's a good place to leave off this conversation today as we've got two episodes to go real quick around the table we're we're over halfway through our third mcu series best mcu mcu series yet yes or no start with dave
3: oh man i would say a solid maybe (laughs) i i don't know pat to be honest to be honest with you i don't don't, take a stand all right i i would say no i if i if i would had if i had to say i'd say no i still like falcon and winter soldier best
4: okay i'm with you falcon and winter soldier touched me in a way that many shows don't touch me and was structured in a way that many shows aren't structured. And WandaVision is still a better show, I think, because it's the most out-there show you've ever seen. Loki is great, but I think it's still coming in the rear. Maybe these two episodes will change that.
2: Mr. Platt?
5: I, I would say no, even though I love the character of Loki, and getting to spend some more time with him has been cool, but I would probably go WandaVision as well.
6: Tony, I think there's time for it to surpass WandaVision. I know it's hard to really beat the YMCA, you know, uh, shield throwing scene in the backyard with the mats and everything from that, you know, yeah, Ray, you, you get it. Uh, But I think WandaVision and they're all really good though. They're all like a minus or for better. So don't like jump on me for saying that I, you know, think Falcon and winter soldier is in third place.
2: So I'm a man on an Island here because I, I think this is the best show that they've put out so far. And, and I really dig WandaVision. And, and probably because I love this sort of storytelling, like timelines, alternate realities, alternate dimensions. One of my favorite television shows of all time is Quantum Leap. Oh, uh, speaking of favorite television shows, her name is pronounced Sarah Chalk, the E is silent, and fuck you, Tony, for hating scrubs. Anyway. pop. <laughs> there you go a little callback make sure you listen to the hey,
6: D. Can, can i can i can i just say something back yeah thanks for listening
2: of course <laughs> i love you guys hopefully christopher Platt gets some wasabi um the next time he orders his his sushi <laughs> but anyway i'm thoroughly excited to see where this goes i and i will say that there are a lot of reasons why this is probably my favorite mcu series so far the 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 concept of time and dimension and travel and all that stuff being a part of it the the prospect of one of my all-time favorite villains being revealed as the big bad is thoroughly exciting to me and so that's why by my own biases it's my it's my favorite MCU series that we've got so far. That's going to do it for our episode four review of Loki. When we come back, I'm going to surprise the guys with a fun little game. I hope they enjoy it. You're listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Promotion.
6: PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five ninety nine per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.
0: Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot.
3: TheChairShot.com.
2: Always use your head. So as I was saying... Every time we have Christopher Platt on the show, I gotta rain him in. This is my motherfucking show, man. Let me run my commercial breaks the way I see fit. You can have your ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair Shot commercial when we get to the second commercial break, because we do two. I
5: thought you would appreciate Scott Bakula as Kang. You just talked about how you were a huge quantum leap fan. I thought I was doing you a favor, goddammit.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. There is a there is this isn't nom, there are rules. Okay. It's part
6: of his gimmick, Patrick. He—that's what he does. The best of segues.
3: Am I the, I the only one here is... who gives a shit about the rules?
2: Yeah, God God damn, it. damn it, yes. My still my all-time favorite nerve review to write, by the way.
5: And the Dave, of... you're you're the only one here that gets paid to bend the rules to your whim. So that's ironic.
3: Is that what we call it? Okay, I got to remember that. So convincing others that your bullshit is the better oh, bullshit. And that's so the that's true. Fact manipulation. Yes, thank you.
2: All right, fellas.
3: This is so, what you do for a living, sir. That's why
5: you're my consigliere. <laughs> Leave the gun. Take and the cannoli. Maybe
2: you may you may need your lawyer today to na- navigate and negotiate some rules. I told you guys I got a little surprise for you. Uh, I want to play a game today. It's where it's Fourth of July. Uh, looking at just. This week is always kind of a lesser news week in the world of the nerdosphere. Didn't really see a ton that I was excited to talk about. Not even a lot of trailers. So I got to look at through some of our old bandwagon nerds chats and things that we've talked about wanting to do uh, with the show. And so I want to see if you guys can guess what we're going to do by just starting this conversation topic before we go into our little game. We've been talking about the Avengers. We've talked about the Justice League. We've been talking about teams. And so for this group. What makes a great superhero team? What do you need to have a successful superhero team? And I'm going to start with Ray Cash. Uh, One thing you need to have a great superhero team. I know what we're doing. Diversity. Diversity. What do you mean by that? Everybody can't be the same person. Um, Everybody can't do
4: the same things.
2: So a, a variety of powers and skills. Yes. And whatnot. Platt, what about you? What do you think is important to a good superhero team?
5: You need a solid leader that can rein in, in all these wild ass personalities and get them to function
6: as a team.
2: Excellent. Tony? Sounds
6: a lot like Chair Shot Radio Network. Anyway, uh, yes, I agree with Platt. You need a really good leader.
3: Dave, what about you? I mean, I agree with everything that uh, Chris, Ray, and Tony have said. I, I think I would add on you do need somebody who can act as, you know, to use like squad-based tactics, uh, t- verbiage. Um, you need a, you need a tank out there. You need that super strong, Must- super, you need the muscle, Superman, Hulk, Luke Cage, something like that, uh, to really be the anchor of that team. Because without that, you just get overrun. <laughs>
2: And I'm going to take it one step further on the other end of that spectrum. Every team I have needs to have, or that, I, that I've that i always found to be effective, needs to have that guy who kind of brings the levity to the group and is the one that kind of feels like they don't belong as part of the group, but they totally belong as part of the team. Excellent answers, gentlemen. And now I would like to welcome you to the first ever Bandwagon yep. Nerds yep. Superhero yep. Team Draft. Yep. I knew, it. Hey, I knew it. I knew no it. I knew it. I'll take Howard the <laughs> Duck. DC superhero Howard the Duck is going to be DC's <laughs> first pick. Oh, he's not.
6: He's not. He's not. He's not.
2: So he's he's good to see the weapon. Right. So, this is something that we've been talking about on the show for a while now. We've done all of these top tens, these definitive lists. And one of the things that we've talked about we thought would be fun would be drafting our own superhero teens. And so, I thought today, recording on the 4th of July with no real news, I'm sorry you guys don't get to prep for this and get to work out like draft boards. I know, Ray, you probably would have had like a list of like 7,000 people. Um, but we're going to draft a superhero team. I'm going to randomly, um, I'm going to put all of us one through five into a, a on random.org. Um, I've already assigned you all the number just for, for the record. Just so you know, I put myself a number one, Dave, two, tiny three, Ray, four, plat five. I'm going to put that in. I'm going to get a, superhero. yeah,
5: that's pretty fucking random. Thanks a lot
2: no 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 dude that's just the number that's associated with you i'm going you're to put you just a number dot org ass face and then that'll shuffle those assface. five numbers and you'll get your draft pick order
3: as face okay? my number one pick ass face number one face the dc so, hero as face yes is <laughs> <he's, he's laughs> marvel only rules to this
2: the the rules are we'll do a rotisserie draft style one through five, just like we do when we do the list show. It can be any superhero from any comic book entity. So DC, we, Marvel, image, doesn't matter. Snake, snake draft, you mean? Yeah, snake draft. Sorry, oh. not rotisserie. Sorry, I was I confused my fantasy.
6: I just want to make it fair for the fifth pick instead of him fifth having pick, to climb yeah. the ladder up in yeah, one.
2: One through five, five through one, one through five, five through one. These are heroes only, no villains. It it is a superhero group. So if you pick a questionable character lawyer, you will have to make your stance. If the rest of the group feels that that is not a hero, they can veto the pick. Oh, oh, damn. about this. I thought about this. If you pick somebody on the edge, you gotta stand up for your pick and make sure that it's clear. When it's all done, we'll all have heroes and then we're gonna have to we Greg DeMarco and PC Tani keep being on us to save these freaking lists and put this one. I I want this one put out. I want to share You've agreed with DeMarco. You can act all innocent, whatever. DeMarco's been on it harder than than you have, if if we're being fully honest. But we're going to keep these teams, track these teams. We're going to put them out there, even if we share it on chairshot.com or on our Twitter account, on the Bandwagon Nerds Twitter account. In fact, with five of us, we could do five days of superhero teams on the Twitter account just each day. This is a team. So I'm very excited about this. We're going to start – With me putting in random.org, let us see what the sequence is. Drum roll, please. As I get sequence. All right. We have a sequence. I'm going to screen share if I can find out how to do this so that everybody knows I didn't cheat.
6: You must have got the first pick. I did. Mm hmm.
2: Sequence went number one, myself. number Pick number two, Ray Cash. Pick number three, Christopher Platt right there in the middle. Number four. Pick number four, Mr. David Ungar. And with the fuck fifth me, pick. Y'all. Don't even the- fuck with my boy. PC. None of y'all better be fucking with my boy. Better be falling to five, motherfuckers. So hold on. I'll Give me one second to type this sequence in on the rundown. It's official. This is a oh, Patrick. And every time Patrick Zero, fucks
3: up the order, eight. he has to forfeit his pick. There you go.
2: Yeah, oh, yes. That is not how this works.
6: Man. Do
3: want
2: Barry
4: Allen or Wally? Oh, up. <laughs> right.
6: You want to start? You want to start this fucking? We're gonna be battling for about a week and a half, motherfucker. You uh, want to start? I'm excited. You want to start? a, fuckers, you want to start a basketball make, make up I Let's man, go. Let's get, for for- oh, man, Let's get it. Civil War. Relax. It's the fucking Set Baltimore down. and Phoenix fan. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Raised so, no a, sense. Flat and Tony. Okay. So, yes, I get to pick with my first pick in the first ever Bandwagon Nerds superhero team draft. Yep, One more right? Question. How many it? are we picking? Six. It's a team of six.
4: Okay. okay.
2: Six rounds. And with the first pick. In the bandwagon nerds superhero team draft in a surprise to no one, Patrick O'Dowd picks Peter Parker slash Spider-Man as his fish out of water team member. Thank you very much. Spider-Man is simply stated my favorite superhero of all time. No way I could leave him off the board outside of number one. He's always the guy that when he joins a superhero team, can't believe he's actually a part of the team. He's in awe of everyone else. And with the team I have, already formulated in my head because i did cheat a little bit as i decided on this i've got a i've got a quite a special team for you all i'm loving it it's going to be completely off the wall i hope you like it um i look forward the to stealing
3: your picks and up. fucking it up oh sorry go ahead guys i, I, I don't think you shot, will um,
2: shout
5: out to pat though because i'm a spider-man guy as well so shout out to you man
3: and, and it was tough
2: uh, oh this the other thing is you can pick a person under the same mask so for example there are multiple spider-mans oh, you could pick a different Spider-Man, multiple flashes, multiple Green Lanterns, et cetera. Ray, it is to you with your first pick in the bandwagon nerds team track. Well, there's a certain speedster.
4: Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, c- come on, it's me. Batman. Give me Bruce Wayne. Leader leader.
2: Off the board.
4: Need a leader. Best tactician on the board. You give him prep time, he's the only person who can beat everybody in the world, and um
6: he has the best superpower of all of them. He's rich. Does Batman come with Alfred, or is that a separate pick?
2: That's a separate pick. You that's get a, individuals. No!
6: That,
4: no, not that's Alfred. That's a package
6: deal, man. Yeah,
4: no, it's no, no. I can understand Nightwing or one of those people, sure, but Batman Dave. and Alfred package oh, deal. Dave? Dave? Alfred, Alfred,
3: Alfred comes with Batman. There's
6: all three, three to one. Alfred comes to Batman. Yep.
3: Oh, even that we
2: have the gavel. All right, Mr. Platt, it is to you. your first pick in the draft. We already know what Dave's first pick is. Yeah.
6: Don't fuck all this shit up. I think
5: I am because I need a leader. I need somebody that can rally these guys in and gals as well. These, you know, bombastic personalities, but I also need somebody that has a moral compass as well. So my first pick—it it came down to two people, there, and, and only two people. And I think I'm gonna fuck Dave shit up. Oh? I, I gotta go. I gotta go, Khalil.
6: Oh, <laughs> there it oh. is. Do, 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 do. over the next possibly. God, I hope not. Hold on. Hold on. Look
2: at that. Excellent. Well played. Christopher first snake of the draft. Uh, uh, Dave reactions. How are you feeling right now? You you, as a general manager, I'm sure there's some feelings.
3: He took my guy, but I got to I think it's a good pick, man. Based on my own criteria, it's a good pick. And based on my own criteria, I will respond by picking the Incredible Hulk. All right. The Incredible Hulk.
5: Wow, that's a that's out the box. But
2: Dave, you need you need the power. You needed the power, right? You needed the, he, the, the muscle. He got the muscle. He, he did say he now, he
4: his one person he said he wanted on the team was a tank. So
5: that's yep, the biggest tank ta- i ta- See my, my 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 rationale. I'm building a team here. I needed somebody again. I needed a leader, and the only options were either Superman. Or Steve Rogers. You could make a case for Scott Summers as well.
2: Spoiler, like spoiler. If,
5: if if those two were were done, I probably would have took Scott, but I needed a leader. I needed somebody that can galvanize the troops.
4: Don't give the game away there.
2: <laughs> Don't give the game away. Turn the got right, a right. draft. PC Tunney, I've yeah. already written down your first pick, but why do yeah, you yeah, I
3: can't to imagine you? who it's gonna be. We already know. Well,
6: the You know, I don't, I don't want to run my first, I get the next pick as well. I get the first pick in the second round as well. So I don't, I I don't want to, I don't want to run my team like that. I've been juggling in my mind. I think Dave is going to jump on whoever I don't pick here at the end of the first round. Um, There's, it's one of two, it's a a female or a male. I'm not, oh man, I just, because of the relationship, I think I'm going to have to, for the last pick of the first round, I'm taking Iron Man, Tony Stark.
2: All right, excellent, excellent choice. Iron Man, Tony Stark. That takes care of a genius guy who can lead, face just about anything that's out there. So wonderful, wonderful first choice. Good first round. First round is Spider Man, Batman, Superman, and The Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man. Well done, gentlemen. Can I can I just can I write Barry Allen down now?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the way that uh, the way that Tony Stark has a relationship with, with Spider-Man, he can also have that same relationship with Flash if we kind of cross over between Marvel and DC there. In addition, you also have a great under captain underneath Tony Stark because Flash does go on to create his very own team, which is highly successful as well. So now, we got the speed, we got the time travel, we got the tech, we got the money, we got the power, we got the knowledge. It's looking good. For Team Tony, it's, it's excellence personified in the words of Monsoon.
2: You've got the heart. You've got the heart of the team. you got the paragon of love. There you go. Dave, with your second pick in the Bandwagon Nerds Superhero Team Draft, what do you got?
3: I'm going to add a bit of diversity to the team, as Ray would say, oh. and I'm picking uh, Wonder Woman.
6: And that was, that was my, my toss-up, Dave, between Wonder Woman and Iron Man. But I figured Iron Man and Flash would play together like Spider-Man and Iron Man. So great pick with Wonder Woman, teaming with Hulk. That's a lot of beef, man. Female female she,
3: with, could, she could probably rein him in if necessary, which uh, you would need somebody could, like that. Maybe the so lasso you know.
6: of Bruce can control him. Perhaps. Female Superman so dear, so dear. with no weakness.
2: So Dave, is this, so are we to understand that you are going with like pure rage Hulk, not smart Hulk in this team?
3: Oh, I don't know. I think for a team like this, maybe it'd be, it'd be more of the smarter Hulk who has learned to harness his rage and, and channel it. But yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want a loose cannon Hulk out there with, uh, with this this team. So
6: fair enough outside the draft, looking in, wondering if, Black Widow will be left when Dave comes back around in the draft. Let's keep moving along.
2: Sitting sitting around the table with the hat or with next her agent. Christopher Platt, your, your choice for your second pick in your superhero team.
5: So I picked my leader because I needed somebody to ring these melon farmers in. So now I need a loose cannon wild melon farmer that don't give two shits about whatever the fuck. Whatever it is, he's down like the Browns. I gotta go Wolverine.
2: Wolverine. All right, Wolverine, the first X-Men off of the board. Not a surprising choice in that regard. One of the most popular X-Men ever. Terrific pick. And yeah, somebody who's gonna that'd be an interesting little uh loss for Wolverine to take, you know, fighting Superman.
5: Superman could rein him in, but you need a crazy melon farmer like that, man. We fighting canes and, and whatever the fuck is going I, on out here in this universe. I don't universe. think adamantium
3: claws are going to work against Superman. I'm just saying. No,
5: um,
2: no.
3: Exactly.
5: Is- it, exactly. No, so they'll, exactly. they'll fall in line. He'll fall in line, man. We've got a hierarchy established here, right?
2: Excellent. Wonderful, wonderful choice. Ray Cash, it is to you for your second pick in the draft
4: so the dynamic between superman and batman works perfectly um because you have one that's super powered that was willing to listen you have one that doesn't want to listen to anybody but can control so i want to get somebody similar to soups um but has attitude closer to batman i'm going op and my second pick is captain
2: marvel captain marvel carol danvers Excellent pick. I'm actually typing and tracking these first change. I almost never do this. Me too. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm,
3: writing, I'm writing them down as well.
2: And you've got to. And here's Same. the other thing that's really interesting. Captain Marvel can lead as well. Like you talk about another leader, um, and she is. Ridiculously powerful, yes. In the Particularly the MCU, but in the Marvel comic universe as well. That brings it to my number two draft pick. And this is where I, I told you I'm going outside the box with this team. I wanted to go outside the box with this team and have a lot of fun. Going Dr. Stephen Strange. Oh, good pick. Mr. Bleaker Street himself. he Great got pick. some magic, Great some mysticism, pick. protector of realities. Dr. Stephen Strange is the man... And I'm not sure if he's going to be my leader, but he's definitely a guy who could lead depending on what they're going to fight. I think when I announce this next pick, you're going to finally get where I'm going with this team. For the first pick outside of either Marvel or DC, I'm going with another one of my all-time favorite comic characters from Image Comics. I'm going with Al Simmons himself, Spawn.
6: Oh, there you go.
5: Protect
2: from Earth from the denizens of hell. That turns the corner and puts us into Ray Cash's third pick for his superhero team. Oh, Spawn's also got some muscle to him a little bit. He's a he's a he's a toughie. So Ray Cash
4: to you. I okay. So you know I have some people I want to wait to try to steal in the later rounds. So this makes this makes this one a little more difficult for me. You know what? I think I can. I think I can wait. So I'm going to pick, maybe not my favorite of this of this of these guys, but the uh, goat, Green Lantern. I'm going to pick Hal Jordan.
2: Hal Jordan from the Green Lantern Corps. You're going. For the going... record,
4: I wanted to pick Kyle Rayner because he's the only one that was able to control all the lights at the same time, but that was one time. Hal Jordan's been the goat forever come on two more picks till i turns into the the specter
3: ray so i mean yeah two more as far as
6: lit up my my dynasty come on now let him fall let him fall
3: excellent
2: excellent another one of the great you know original heroes one of those you talk about ogs you looking a little cosmic with your team ray i like that a little 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 bit bit of a cosmic force, christopher platt you've got superman you've got wolverine who is your third pick in the draft
5: you know, I was gonna try to I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna do it because I, I was gonna I, I'm thinking that this woman would fall to me in the later rounds, but I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and snatch her up right now because I think she's that valuable. I got my leader, I got my Russell Westbrook, I got my shooter. I feel like I could use somebody that her That seems like that would come in handy on this particular team.
4: Storm. swear to God that's what I was gonna pick instead of Hal Jordan. and I was thinking I could still in the
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, program
5: me too, but that's what I said like I need to just snatch her up while she's still here yeah fantastic
2: other x men off of the board excellent pick uh someone that we didn't give a lot of love like I don't think any of us had a, had her on our hero list um but she's on, one Bridget. she's one of the greats yeah she is one of the greats um been a queen, Christopher Platt appears to have frozen a little bit. at Ohio, I'm and building
5: I'm, a. I'm I'm building a team, bro. Like I'm literally like trying to build a literal team, just not people I like or who I think is the best heroes and nothing like that. I'm trying to build a cohesive. Oh, unit, I'm, you know?
2: I'm, I'm building a cohesive unit as well. It's just mine's a little out there, and that's gonna turn it, Dave. It's your turn. You've got the Incredible Hulk. You've got Wonder Woman. Tony thinks he's got something here. Are you gonna snake it? Who you got?
3: Well, I think at this point I do need my team leader, and I'm going to take Captain America at number three.
2: Steve Rogers. Surprising fall to the third round. I was anticipating a little bit or a great value hey, pick. there. Fair, fantastic but, value. but you get to lowball him on the contract signing. It's going to be great. Get him that league minimum. Hey, I can do this all day, guys. You go, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Pull the strap on the shield. Tony, you've been excited about this. Does the excitement continue? You're making your third pick, and then we're going into a commercial break. So,
6: Yeah, I'm going to end the third round with Cyborg.
2: Oh, okay.
6: All right, very nice.
2: Now, does that stem a lot from just a lot of what you be the said? Last-
6: I didn't think he'd be left for the last pick of the draft because I picked two in a row now and I don't pick till the end. So I had to grab him. We're back in on the Intel side. We have everything going at once. A great addition to Iron Man and a lot of knowledge for Flash to be able to pre-receive uh, information as he moves along so fast. So definitely someone that can cope with your Hulk and your Superman and your Wonder Woman along with the team around him. A distraction from Flash, Iron Man leadership.
2: Excellent, excellent. Wonderful picks, by the way, guys. I'm loving where this is going. I'm I'm genuinely surprised actually. It's Like I wasn't sure how this would go so far, but I kind of love you guys. Uh, throw me some curveballs as to how this is going. I, I wasn't sure. So I'm very excited. I'm happy this is going so well. Uh, we're going to finish up the draft when we get on the back end uh, of our second commercial break. Before we head over to the recorded commercial, it is, of course, my duty to remind you that if you love what we do over here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the shot and get a shirt. We have all kinds of shirts for folks to pick up over 20 different designs everything from the og chair shot logo to shirts representing shows like this very show you're listening to here bandwagon nerds to sayings from other shows like hashtag journalism jesus did the job things like that everybody hates greg all of those shirts are there and it really helps us keep going we bring we bring you quality content every single day it's the best way you can support us as greg likes to say running a website ain't cheap and this is the best way to support us so again that website is pro wrestling Tees forward slash the chair shot as christopher platt likes to say please and thank you thank you and please when we come back the second half of our Bandwagon Nerds Superhero Team Draft coming your way. You're listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of Chairshot.com.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShop.com.
2: All right. Welcome back, PC Tutty. During that commercial break, pointed out something really good. Everybody during the commercial break, their gears were turning as they were trying (laughs) to figure out Who's going to be next? Who might, what of their peers pick as they try to protect their roster and build the best team possible. And the next guy who has an opportunity to add to his team with the fourth pick in the superhero team draft, the bandwagon nerd superhero team draft is one PC Tunney. So you've got Iron Man, the flash cyborg, a lot of tech floating around with this team. A lot of, a lot of tech, good stuff. Who you got for your fourth pick in the draft. So,
6: I know we can go outside of the comic world of DC and Marvel, so I need to make this team a little bit more, how do you say, unimpregnable. So why don't we draft over Invincible?
2: Oh, yes, very nice. Excellent pick. Real quick, Platt, have you watched that show?
5: I have
6: not yet. No, I haven't.
5: You need to watch that
6: it is the it is the animated version of the boys to a certain extent, along with um, kind of like Jupiter's Legacy. Check it out, man!
5: It's on the it's on the watch list. I just haven't made it to it yet because I've been on a Night Rider kick the past month, so.
6: Yeah. Amber's one, I guarantee you, if you watch the first episode sometime today, you'll be done before the sun sets 30, tomorrow.
2: They're, they're like 35-minute episodes. Like, it's, it's, it's good it's stuff, It's, a, bit to it's it is wrong, a very Jesus,
5: easy binge watch. It's, it's good. So apparently I need to watch it so I can come back
2: on. I mean, there's a standing We're, invitation.
6: We already reviewed it.
2: Yeah, we already did that. That's true. Season two. Okay,
3: cool. What did we already review? Invincible? Invincible. We did? When? Well, we We didn't didn't review it. it. Uh, We We didn't
2: review this show. We just talked about it ad nauseum on this show. We didn't do like a full episode by episode review. So all right. Excellent, excellent pick. Dave, it is to your fourth round pick who you got joining your team.
3: I think, uh, Mr. O'Dowd, you're going to like this pick because I think I need a, a doctor of the mystical arts myself, somebody to oh. counter some of the stuff that Dr. Strange is going to throw out there. So I'm picking Dr. Fate.
2: All right. All Ooh. right. The inspiration for Dr. Strange is Dr. Fate was first. Which Dr. Fate? Because there's been like eight of them. Can't. The, the OG?
3: Yeah, the OG guy. Sure. Kanjer, that guy, the first one.
2: Patrick O'Dowd exposing Dave's lack of nerddom there.
3: I don't remember the names of all three of them. Which one,
2: man? Which one? You don't know, then you can't pick him. All right, actually, yes. One of the great superpowers within the DC universe, Christopher Platt, your turn for your number four.
5: So I need some money. I need some intelligence. I need somebody that if something happens to Clark can also step in and be a leader as well. Plus, this individual has history with somebody that's already on my team. So there's always there are there's already a natural chemistry there. So I'm going to Chow. I'm going Black Panther.
2: All right. Plus
5: you bring
6: in all the tech from Wakanda.
5: Plus, hey. I bring in all the tech from Wakanda. All right. He didn't do a great <clears throat> job of leading shit in um, in Infinity Wars. Like the, the best thing he did was run the 40 yard dash and beat Cap. He didn't do the best <laughs> job, but that's why we got Clark there. You know, that, that
2: <laughs> in, that was in Ferris, he had colon <laughs> cancer at the time. So <laughs> Very harsh. Assessment. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the character, not the man. Pat. I've decided decided that in in canon for the MCU, he went down to colon cancer too.
6: (laughs) Mr. Not top 10 over there.
2: Uh, Here we go. Here we go. I knew he was honorable mention. And on that note, as Tony stirs the pot, Ray, your fourth pick in your superhero draft. It looks like you're doing research. Are you making some phone calls to some agents? What do we got here? I'm between two
4: people, but I want to go telekinetic.
2: Okay.
6: Don't do and it. Oh, and I... I'm going to vote no. We're going to have a vote if you, you do it. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm going to go because
4: she's more trustworthy. Uh, you son gonna... of a bitch. You we're son Gene of a Ray. bitch. You we're son of about... a bitch.
5: A.K.A.
3: Jean F- Grey, <sighs> a.k.a. the Phoenix. Oh. Uh,
6: all right.
5: All right. Was, now, the only thing was, I will
3: say, Ray, she, no. is that she can never turn into Dark Phoenix on your team. She won't. But okay.
6: again,
4: look at the contingencies. I have. I have the best space cop in history. I got Captain Marvel, and I got Batman, who will be prepared for it.
5: You son of a bitch, man! I thought I could steal her late in the draft.
4: I'll I'll, I'll trade you Jean for for Storm.
3: Are we going to do trades now too?
5: That, that's that's an interesting proposal. Okay, with, the, with trades.
3: I we if you guys
2: want to make trades I got to I got to make some changes on my list but <laughs> no we could well, we can. Uh, conditional pick in the in the 2022 draft uh, yeah. we'll see what's going on so okay so it's my turn now it's clear that I'm going with the mystic arts with mysticism and hell and demons <laughs> and there's a man in the DC universe that lives Fighting those demons reluctantly, buddy does it. I'm going All DC, right. I'm going John and Constantine
6: to All join
2: right. my team. <laughs> Boy, out of left I field, got, man. I told you <laughs> this was out of the box, and I'm gonna stay out of the box with my fifth yeah. big because this this team has a lot of magic, right? It's got a lot of magic, got a little bit of muscle. I need some technology, and like Platt said, I'm going to need a little bit of money too. So I'm going to go back to the Marvel universe, and I'm going to pick Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, the smartest man in all of Marvel with the unlimited resources of the Baxter building. Reed Richards is my – and he can also lead as well. He is my fifth pick in this superhero team draft. And with that, I hand it back to Ray Cash.
4: I promise you, oh. this was not. This is not because you just picked that pick. This was always done with my fifth pick. Who? Okay. When you think of Ray Richards, who else you think of? Sue Storm, got to got You think thing. of you think of Ben Grimm. I need a tank. I need some strength, and I need a soldier. I'm gonna go with Ben Grimm, aka Are you taking the
6: Michael Chiklis thing?
4: That's the only. That's the only one that was decent. i sure saw them <laughs> taking the one with uh, Miles Teller and those guys. Cartoon, cartoons, cartoons, <laughs> <man. laughs> it's clobbering time. I'm picking CM Punk to think.
6: Oh, <laughs> <awesome. Stop laughs> no, i no. Phil Brooks as the thing. Look uh, in my uh, eyes. It might be an improvement. It might be an improvement. It comes with them like if the I know your anger. anger. Know he can throw pipe bombs.
2: So Ray, we were doing so well with keeping this show on the rails. I know and, then let, and then you did that. That's all you. You oh. unleashed Christopher Platt. Now, I got to unleash Christopher Platt because it's time for his fifth pick in his superhero draft. Who you got? Who are you picking?
5: Is this my last pick?
2: Nope. You got one more after this.
5: I got one more. Okay, cool. I got my God. I and got my wild fans. card. I got my weather yeah, manipulator. Right I got my money and intelligence. You know what? I'm going to go
2: Thor here. Oh, yeah. the God of Thunder himself! Terrific pick, big time value pick, an original yes. Avenger. Oh, Stunned sure. the, world. the fans in the stands for Team Platt are going crazy. They're like the New York Jets fans when they actually get a good pick. Oh, I just kidding. That never happened.
5: Yeah, is I, I think is my Thorsen- team is shit on you team. So I'm not gonna lie. It's Thor sitting
4: the, in the stands the, 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 like Nikola Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> just comes walking down like, oh, I got picked. All right.
5: In shape, though. We're gonna have to get him a dietitian. We're gonna have to get him a life coach. We're gonna have to get him a personal <laughs> trader. But uh, he's worth
6: it. The get value jacket. that we can get. Forget joking. She's looking like Mac Jones getting picked by the Patriots. There, I mean,
3: look at look at Platt's team. He's he's got. Like, he made Tom
6: Brady look ripped from his fucking rookie pictures, man. That dude. Yeah. Like you need
2: a chef, not boy RD, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> well, all my, right, my Dave. Fifth pick,
5: my fifth pick is a uh, chef from South Park. No, Sweet. <laughs> um,
3: Hello,
4: so Dave.
2: Right. You're, you're pick number five.
3: So looking at Chris's team, I was I was not sure who I was going to pick at number five. But when you got a team facing you with Superman and Thor on the other end, and I got Hulk and Wonder Woman, I'm going to go for something to kind of overpower this other team. And
2: well, wait, wait, hold on, Dave. Why are you thinking these superhero teams are fighting each other? Like what? What dark universe are you living in, man?
3: The reality (laughs) universe where if you put these teams out there, people are going to want to fight each other.
2: (laughs) Where Um, we completely ignore
6: copyright and tell all That's of the right. comic book makers to That's fuck right. off as we write own better comic book with all of their heroes secret fighting each other. secret it, it, wars it, it,
3: the real secret this is what this is gonna fucking be um <laughs> oh, it's, just, it, it,
6: anyway,
3: it's, it's, it's not a competition but my team
5: is whipping y'all team's asses i'm not it, saying all I'm right say well for, i'm about
3: to i'm that, about to alter that, that because my that number five that. pick is the oh. silver surfer oh, <laughs>
5: well played well played dave
2: at the power Thank cosmic you, now, very nice, Tunny. I guess the, that that silent everybody went oh, and then everybody starts. Everybody's taking notes. Everybody's like writing their shit down. It's so funny, <laughs> <laughs> except for Tunny. Tunny's got nothing. But it is your time. It's time for you to to do your fifth, and then turn the quarter for the sixth pick and wrap your draft up, sir.
6: So I get to solidify my team here. We got Flash. We got Iron Man. Uh, um, in the third and fourth rounds. We went with Cyborg, and uh, remind me who who else do I have? God damn it, Invincible! Perfect, Invincible. excellent. Yep. So we got a lot of tech, we got a lot of power, we got a lot of brain power, we got leadership in multiple levels. We need some magic, so I'm, I'm going to take the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff.
2: All
6: right. Is she a hero, though? You very much.
2: Dave, a- Dave a super yeah.
3: girl. absolutely.
5: Yeah. Right. A troubled,
3: a troubled hero, but a hero all the same.
6: But oh, now man. we're going to solidify our team with vision. Thank you. Oh, and that's, good night. That's You're all. Fuck. That's Mark. fun, <laughs> The rest of the draft don't matter.
2: That's I win. Peace out. Uh, I love the. I, yeah. love, I love the, the late. late awesome. yeah. Well done. The team. All right, what a banger choice for the first pick of the sixth round. Dave, you got to follow that.
3: How are you wrapping your team up, sir? Well, looking at my team, they're plenty powerful. I got probably one of, if not the best leader on the team, with all deference to Batman. I got my magic. I think I need some money, too. I think I need some money, too, like you guys have all Sorry. got money, guys. No. I'm going to take uh, Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, mm-hmm. at number six.
6: Good call, he- I almost took him, but I had to go with Vision when I took Scarlet Witch. Great pick, can, Dave. Can you got a leader and all in one. Can I say
4: I take Umbridge with the fact that arrows picked over Hawkeye? Just for the record, I take Umbridge with that.
3: Hawkeye's got no money. It's true. Hawkeye, yeah. you know
6: of <laughs> Hawkeye's a slut. He has no
4: morals. Show
3: me, show me the comic where Hawkeye has money, Ray, and I will gladly change that pick for you.
6: He got Did, enough money to, whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. to own, he doesn't have like, Oliver's uh, money. Uh, did First Tony all, really just you're... say Hawkeye was the slut in, in comparison to Green Arrow? Like, that's really? No. really
3: They're, They are both keep, the man whores of buck. their respective universes. Keep
4: yes. it a bug, Chris. Hawkeye is one of the biggest sluts in all the comics. <laughs> if you actually read, keep <laughs> I it I mean, but it, it's not like
5: Green Arrow is is a prude in this melon farmer. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yeah,
2: Green Arrow said, is just Dick ass- has a bigger man whore. But that's well, just me. The Grace is the biggest. But, but Green I mean, Arrow is connected with the The literally Dick. Like, like <laughs> literally Dick. Platt, wrap up your team, sir, with your pick for the sixth round. What do you got, Sam?
5: Oh, shit. This is hard, man. This that's, is super hard. That's what she said. Pat, is that where you're going?
2: That's what I said.
5: Uh, Magneto, we can't count him as a hero, can we? Okay.
2: Oh, I mean, apparently too. I I I don't know.
4: He has. He's never been a good guy for the sake of being a good guy. It's always been for his gain to get back over on the other.
3: Let's put it this way: if you appeared Uh, on our villain project list anywhere, you're excluded from this.
2: (laughs) Oh, I almost put him on my hero project list.
3: True story.
5: I was buying for time. By the way,
3: (laughs) well done. Is Thanos a hero? Can can we talk about that? Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> Thanos is trash. That's
2: what
6: Thanos is. Thanos is a hero only in the TVA, where those Infinity Stones are useless.
5: You know what? I I I think I know where I'm going here. We need a, a another lady on the team to boost morale, even though nobody can fuck her, with the possible exception of Superman. But she's super powerful. And that shit's gonna come in handy.
6: I'm going rogue. All right. Oh, well, there's one person out there that's undrafted that is such a fucking power that I can't believe hasn't been drafted yet. We'll see. I'd like to do four free agent pickups when we're done here. So that that, <laughs> that rogue pick <laughs> met with crickets. I I thought that Someone would be out there that
5: on the level of almost no, all man, the top I- people.
3: I was Heck still together. trying to contemplate whether Superman could fuck her and get away with it, and I'm thinking probably not.
5: Me too. I'm I'm still contemplating that as well. I'd just, like to just, see.
3: It. I, I love just the have dad. my
4: side.
2: Have my side in the sun.
5: <sighs> Touche. That's
2: true. That's true.
3: Hey.
2: All right. Anyway, sex with Rogue notwithstanding, Ray Cash, <laughs> wrap up your team. <laughs> okay. Title so, for this episode. Yeah, yeah it is. No, so, it's one of, a very boring, typical Patrick O'Dowd title of an episode.
4: So I I, I have a wild card in mind, but I'm going to put that to the side and make the smart pick.
6: Yeah, I know who you're picking. She's left. You I have, no, her. it's not Hawkeye. It's not Hawkeye. It's not Hawkeye. No, I, I said she's left. You got to take her. My pick, no.
4: No, nah, no, 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 no. Oh. I have domain over all of Earth. I have domain over space.
6: My God, There's you're only one him.
4: place I don't have domain over.
6: Really? That's what you're doing. I'm picking Aquaman,
4: Arthur Curry. I am That's untouchable. Smart, pick. smart any. Pick. Thank you, right? You can't touch me
2: anywhere. I, yeah, I can't argue that pick at all. I mean, for as much malice as he receives, we have done a lot of work on the bandwagon defending Aquaman's honor. So here's the thing about my team. Because I put my team together with a very specific type of focus in mind— it does sort of limit me in where I can go with my final pick. You know, if I'm wanting to stick with the theme, I am going to go back to the DC universe.
6: You're going to um, do it. You're smart. You need it.
2: Yeah. I don't think you, I don't, I don't think wow. you know who I'm picking.
6: I think some um, of the ones gonna get left out. That's, that's really powerful. But
2: go I'm going to pick somebody that I, I really just only recently learned about um, because of PC Tony and because of Ray Cash pushing me, I want somebody with a lot of power and somebody with a lot of different powers
4: and somebody <laughs> that can be all over the place and do everything all
2: months. I'm picking from the Doom Patrol, Crazy Change. Nice,
6: nice pick, dude. Nice pick. 60, 68
2: powers.
4: There's only one problem with that pick, Pat. There's only one problem with that oh, pick. Card, you know, what's that? Peter. Peter Parker is gonna fall in love with about three of those personalities.
2: Uh, he's also gonna fall in love with, you know, so, MJ. Am I, am
6: I? Am I correct in in thinking in my head that Supergirl got on un, went unpicked? She did. Yeah, nobody. She was, yeah. She's a she's a notable for her absence. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, let's. I mean, that's an interesting conversation. Nobody fuck would care.
2: Well, and here's the thing is I was between two characters. I was between Crazy Jane and It's Hergen the Demon from DC because again, you got to I, like I had a theme in mind. Like the decision was, uh, um, Justice to have League Dark. Basically, Justice League Dark but <laughs> with
4: Spider Man as the leader.
2: <laughs> no, no, Stephen Strange is the leader. Um you real like spider-man is like the how the fuck did i end up in this guy and he's the one who he's the he's the glue guy he's the one who holds it under. so here are our teams for the first ever bandwagon nerds superhero team draft my team you know as ray put it out uh, a justice league dark sort of team uh spider-man was my pick in the first round stephen strange number two spawn john constantine number four reed richards and crazy jane Wrapping up my group for Ray. Reed's
3: going (laughs) to have his hands full with that team, man. That's all I got to (laughs) say.
2: Yep, but he's there to make shit. Um, Ray led off with Batman, followed by Captain Marvel, Marvel, Hal Jordan, Jean Grey, The Thing, and Aquaman. Christopher Platt picked Superman first, followed by Wolverine, Storm, then Black Panther, Thor, and Rogue.
5: Yeah, my my, my team is killing y'all teams, man.
2: Dave led off with the Incredible Hulk, Wonder Woman, followed by Captain America, Dr. Fate, Silver Surfer, and Green Arrow. Dave's got a low-key ridiculous team sitting there, like guys that, I don't know, I think he could take you, Platt. And then Tony wraps it all up with Iron Man, The Flash, Cyborg, Invincible, Scarlet Witch, and The Vision. A lot of power there as well. Well done, gentlemen. That is going to do it for our first ever Bandwagon Nerds. Draft. How, how, how are you feeling?
6: I got free agent waivers in on Supergirl, Cisco Ramon, and Killer Frost, BT dubs.
4: The, the person who I was going to pick, other than Aquaman, was actually Deadpool.
2: Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. I had a different team in mind <laughs> for doing a Deadpool. Most entertaining. I got, <laughs> I, I, if you I got to- two gods. You're-
6: I got
5: two gods. I got a wild card. I got somebody that can manipulate the weather and somebody that can well, kill play, you by play,
6: touching you them. But you got Mike. So you're in the game regardless. You got Mike.
3: You're in the game regardless. Yeah. So that's yeah, a yeah. Shot at Ray. Uh, there's some, there's some that good I, I'm just looking at the teams are all great. The Tony talks about free agents, people who went undrafted who are kind of surprised Martian Manhunter, Nightwing, uh, um, oh, stuff like that. Yeah, Hawk, Hawk, Hawkeye, like Will. Ray was saying, uh, black widow, you know, I'm looking at people like that. Uh, yeah, I mean there there's there's some good picks that that didn't take place, you know. So that's that's. I, I have, I have one question. If I would have
4: picked Luke Skywalker when I've been shot down, he's uh,
2: uh, a so, movie
6: first. Well, let's okay. let's go around the horn. Would would Luke Skywalker have been allowed? I will start the proceedings with no. Dave, I would <laughs> say yeah.
3: I would probably Chris, say yeah. yes because he was in the hero project he, in a few he, places.
6: Got to be a majority. Two to two is, goes down. Yeah, so yeah, that's fine. But
4: but Patrick no? made the best point. He is a comic hero, but he was a movie hero first.
6: So I'm, hey, I'm fine with would that. You have, would you have picked Patrick if uh, Star Wars is involved? Like if Star Wars was involved?
2: Because uh, he's easily the most powerful character R2, in Star D2, Wars. R2 D2, baby. Oops. R2 D2. That was all his shit. Fuck all y'all's force. R2's got the answers. Anyway. I had a lot of fun with this, guys. I hope you did, too. Uh, fans, I hope you enjoyed listening to it. i just really impressed. These guys use their heads because that's what we do here at The Chair Shot and The Chair Radio Network. We always use our head.
5: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Is
6: mayonnaise an instrument? Want to go television? What am I supposed to do all day while you're
2: at school?
4: Can I use your bathroom? Who's your friend? What
6: does claustrophobic
2: mean? <laughs> you know what the problem is? I love Christopher Platt's face because you haven't been on the show since with me since we added the Patrick from SpongeBob. Patrick O'Dowd has a question in interest music. So he was like, the fuck is this? Like, it was, I was outstanding. So. This question requires a story. So I'm going to tell a little bit of a story before before we get into Patrick O'Dowd's question for, for this week's show. Every 4th of July, we're recording this on the 4th of July, I watch the movie The Sandlot uh, because I love the 4th of July scene with the fireworks. And I love, and baseball is my favorite sport in the entire world. And uh, the little O'Dowd, he, he doesn't really care for the movie too, too much. He's not a big baseball kid, but he loves... The moment the ball gets hit into Mr. Myrtle's yard and the kids trying to figure out how to get the ball and he will watch it from that point all the way through to the chase scene or to the end, he'll watch the whole thing all the way through to the end. And this year, as we were watching it, they get to, they get to the part where Benny and um, the narrator are in the, in Mr. Myrtle's house, looking at all the paraphernalia and he sees the picture with him and Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, and he's like, "Oh, they played baseball together." Tony, yes.
6: Memorabilia, not paraphernalia. Memorabilia.
3: Oh, eh. Mer- memorabilia. memorabilia is what Chris Platt has. Paraphernalia. Big,
6: big difference. <laughs> big, difference. <laughs> <laughs> big difference. Very funny part of the show, though. I was gonna say
5: that Mel Farmer is blind. He got some paraphernalia along with his memorabilia.
2: As he got some
6: block glo- 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 memorabilia.
2: Thank you for the word police visiting the bandwagon today. So they're looking through all this memorabilia. They come upon the photo of, you know, the James Earl Jones character with Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Connor, uh, the little O'Dowd, I his name is out there. Um, he's like, oh, they played baseball together. I was like, well, no, they didn't. At least not the way you're thinking. It was like he couldn't. And it actually led to a pretty, good conversation where i was able to explain to him about barnstorming and the negro leagues and you know just you know james roll jones character has a line where he's like i would have broken his record too uh and they were like because he went blind i was like no it's because he was black and wasn't allowed to play major league baseball so the record wouldn't have ever counted but it led to explaining to him the negro leagues and i was like some of the greatest players ever were never seen on a major league ballpark in a major league ballpark because we were segregated until the late forties when Jackie Robinson came along and was brought and black people were brought back to major league baseball. And that leads me to my question today, because I was like, there were so many people that because I love baseball and the history of the sport, I just wish, I think it would have been amazing to see play live. And so for the four of you, Take a moment. I'll give you my answer to this question first. What ball player or players, because I have four listed, from the past, do you wish you could have seen play live? Sticking with baseball? I I don't care what sport it is. Um, I'll go around the horn. I'm going to give you my four first. Um, of what I got, but I, I, my four are all baseball players. Cause I was watching a baseball mu- movie. Uh, the first is my favorite player of all time who I never saw play. And that was Stan Musial, greatest Cardinal who ever lived. Um, one of the, if he played in Boston or New York, we would talk about him in the same breath as we do Mickey Mantle. And that is, that is my straight up argument. His stats are, are amongst the greatest of all time. Uh, my number two was Satchel Paige. One of the greatest characters and talented men to play baseball. He revolutionized pitching and Major League Baseball without really playing until he was in his 40s. And that's only if you believe how old he said he was. Um, <laughs> but because yeah. of his hesitation pitch, we invented the windup rule. Like it's crazy what Satchel Page. He, and he's a legend. Like, it's just legendary, the things he can do.
5: Um, I mean, uh, just real yeah, quick, man. You know, his one of his uh, famous quotes was, you know, age is mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. <laughs>
2: <And> <laughs> he, he played in a Major League Baseball game in his 60s, so that he was able to collect money for his retirement from the Players Union. It's it's uh, He's an amazing story, and if you ever want to read a good biography – The Satchel Paige biography by Larry Ty is terrific. It's a great, great book and I highly recommend it. Um, number three was my dad's hero growing up in major league baseball and another man who changed the rules of baseball because how good he was. That's Bob Gibson. And then finally, for my money, the greatest arm in the history of baseball in terms of outfielders, Roberto Clemente, uh, he he could throw you. You watch footage of him throwing a ball, and he could hit two uh, without a doubt. But him playing defense and throwing somebody out from right field—it's poetry. Um, and to see something like that live, uh, I get chills just thinking about that idea uh, of just him and his arm and how good he was. And again, I think underappreciated for the talent that he was. So those are those are four. Uh, who wants to go first? Anybody want to go first?
5: Yes, I would All like right. to go and I'll give you guys time to to think about it. Um, number one, I would go Josh Gibson, who was basically the black Babe Ruth of that okay. era. Speaking of which, Babe Ruth, because he's fucking Babe Ruth. Right. And <laughs> And if we're going outside of baseball, I would go Jim Brown. Because I, I think that the the list of greatest football players of all time, it's, it's Jim Brown and it's Jerry Rice in, in some configuration. They're one and one A. Like, I, I don't even think there's anybody else in the conversation. Those are the two greatest. And fourth, even though I've gone back and watched a lot of his fights, just to be in that era, in that space with Muhammad Ali, yeah, I will go there. So those are my four.
2: Excellent list, Tony, You you said you had your list.
6: Yeah, I will. I will kind of mix it in a little bit. I'll give you a couple things I've had the pleasure of watching. I Alan Iverson, watching him in person. A friend of mine whose dad was connected to whoever got front row seats, and he couldn't go. So me and him went. Me and my buddy went, and we sat front row as Alan Iverson scored sixty points against the Milwaukee Bucks, and it looked like he just. Floated past everybody down the court. Dude was so fast and amazing. It's the most impressive athletic performance I've ever seen that close. And in person, Alver Iverson was amazing. Um, I've gone to Packer games and seen Barry Sanders play. And talk about watching someone that's amazing, right? Like the guy would run backwards for 25 yards laterally, illaterally, and then get a 30-yard gain. He was, he was just phenomenal. Um. Now I'll go to two people. I wish I could go along with and see. I'd love to see Jack versus Arnie at some of the big majors in the '60s and '70s with the people that were out there as a golf fan, right? Having witnessed what Tiger did and everything else. And then on the boxing side of the game, yeah, Chris. Uh, to, maybe just to be there. Um, when when Ali, Bombay, you know, takes down uh George, George Foreman. Foreman, yeah. So uh, that would have been an amazing thing to witness as well. So that would be my five. Yeah.
5: No, just real quick, man. I apologize, y'all. But honorable mention to Dr. J. Julius Irving, because if you all, you know, our, our fathers and our uncles and stuff like that, like how we view Jordan, their Jordan was either Elgin Baylor or Julius Irving.
3: Go ahead,
4: Ray. Yeah. Okay, so I had four, but you guys mentioned two very, very um, perfectly. But Satchel Paige and Josh Gibson, you guys think people hit home runs now? Go watch Josh Gibson. Go look up what he was doing. And Satchel Paige may be the best pitcher of all time. But I'm going to give you two outside of the box. First, I'm going to give you in basketball, I'm going to give you Pistol Pete Mirovich. The things that guy could do on the basketball court. My God, like you yeah. know greatest
6: uh, greatest college basketball player ever. Not he's worse, what he's what y'all think
5: uh old boy in Dallas is. That's what PC P- 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 that. is. Nobody's
4: comparing them to, man. Oh my goodness.
6: I did. I did. Okay. But <laughs> well, like, you give guys, me the flowers back, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't
4: took we didn't took the comparison of Luca. To Dirk and look to Blair Burton, put it to the seventies now. To Pistol Pete, apparently. Um, <laughs> but my 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 last what I want to say is you guys picked Muhammad Ali, and that's a fantastic pick for the showmanship. But in terms of just talent, you ever heard of a boxer named Jack Johnson?
6: No, I never. Heard of of
4: course. Yeah, and that was more for the people at home. But Jack Johnson was the world heavyweight championship in an era where they wouldn't let black people for the title. He chased the world champion to three continents trying to get even was down the road from where I from where I live. I would have loved to have seen Jack Johnson get a fair shake in and mind you fighting bare knuckle in the sun in fifteen round fights. That man is an anomaly.
6: That's a, that's a great, he also, great help. Shout out to shout out to Joe Lewis as well. To, yeah, to yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe, yeah. Maybe greatest boxer ever as well.
5: Yeah, ja- Jack Johnson, or yeah, he also invented the the monkey wrench when he was in prison. He was in prison for that's some bullshit, right. but he invented the monkey wrench. And you know, because he's right. black, they had to throw some bullshit you know, the on there, which is why they call it the monkey wrench. You know.
4: Yep. That's that's that's, that's that's history. On on, I know this is July Fourth weekend. Um, this weekend, that's history. You guys should know.
3: Yeah. All right, Dave. So so, wrap it up for me. Um. I'll just kind of stick to the big four sports uh, leagues. You know, Uh, Tony mentioned Barry Sanders, so I'll bypass him and say Walter Payton. I would have loved to have seen him live and in person. Uh, One of the greatest of all time Uh, on hockey. I never got to see Wayne Gretzky play live, and I can't imagine anybody better to watch live than Gretzky. Um, Yeah, basketball would have been Jordan. I would have loved to see Michael Jordan play live, knowing what I know now. And I never, I mean, I live fucking up the street. I never got to see Kobe. play. I take that back. I did get, he would play an exhibition game. The Lakers came up here to to Bakersfield to play the Wizards in an exhibition game. So I did see him briefly. Um, How convenient that was. Huh?
6: How convenient that was for you with the
3: Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards, Lakers, in Bakersfield in an exhibition game. That was fun. Um, Baseball, I I would have liked to have seen Babe Ruth. I, I really want to see what this guy was all about you know a lot of people think he's overrated i would like to have seen him personally to see just how good this guy actually was and if i could go back in time and you guys are talking boxing if there's like one boxing match i could go back in time and be live at let me be at that first sugar ray leonard thomas hearns fight i would have loved to have been at that one especially as a big ray leonard fan as i am that would have been excellent
6: i mention uh willie mays
2: Absolutely. It's it's so hard for me for, for baseball because there's just so many so many players out there, like who do you leave off that like if I if I could have watched baseball in the sixties, uh like like that that's my wheelhouse. That is the in my opinion, it's the golden age of baseball. You had this flood of talent, every team was good, like even a bad team was a good team back then. Uh, it was just so Amazing. A um, couple of other honorable mentions from other sports. Uh, while I was alive and saw him play on television, uh, seeing Magic Johnson play live and in person would have been something I would have loved to have seen. Uh, football, you guys mentioned Walter Payton, of course. I would have loved to have seen those um, San Francisco 49er teams from the 80s with you know with Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, uh, those players. They were so good. Ronnie Lott as a safety. Just just ridiculous, ridiculous Talent and teams, um, and then for for hockey, yeah, uh, Wayne Gretzky, the the Michael Jordan of hockey, like without question, and just was amazingly good for so long. And you know, I just that was never something I ever was going to have an opportunity to see. So, I, I mean, we could do this all day. Um, there's probably you know so so much rich history in sports, uh, but it was just something that, like I said, it came up spending time with my kid this morning watching. One of my favorite movies on the 4th of July, and thought it'd be something fun to hear from you all. So, thank you all very much for sharing. Um, Ray, what you got?
4: I just want to say I got one more, uh, random one because a lot yeah. of y'all picked a lot of popular people. Fernando Valenzuela, I would have loved uh, a scene that
2: guy
6: pitch. That oh, would've would've God. So
4: mania Yeah, oh, that was
6: so fun.
4: Oh, yeah,
6: oh, what a guy that was right handed got cut went back and taught himself how to throw left-handed and became basically a Hall of Famer.
2: Talent. By the way, did you, did you all know that Fernando Valenzuela breathes through his eyelids? Like the Lava Lizards and the Galapagos Kyle's? I did not know that.
6: No, What's the punchline?
2: You no know, Bull yeah. Durham fans? Seriously, you guys
6: uh, are not? Oh, I, ah, that is right. That is from, well, well done, Patrick. He breathes so,
2: through his eyelids. He breathes it. through his eyelids. All right. Excellent, excellent sharing, everyone. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Bandwagoners. Before we go, let's go around the horn, remind everybody where they can find you out there on the socials. This week we will start with PC Tunney.
6: Yes, sir. Uh, One recommendation for all of you food lovers. That's right, Wolfgang Puck. There's a documentary on his life on Disney+, and it is excellent. You can find me at PC Tunney on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you to everybody listening to the Chair Shot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms.
3: Lawyer, David Ongar. I'm just going to say, if if cooking was a competition sport, Tunney would want to see Wolfgang Puck live. I'm in. That's, I'm that's, in. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got to say, man. He's
6: my guy. Ramsey's my guy. <laughs> Ramsey's my
3: guy. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and on Facebook.com, slash Attitude of Aggression. Special guest star, Christopher Platt.
5: I'm a simply mean guy myself. I love that guy. If we talk about chefs, but uh, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. Always, it's an honor, privilege, and pleasure to be on this show chopping up with you guys, man. Every time you invite me on, I'm here and I enjoy it. So thank y'all for having me on. Seriously, but is, more importantly, is
6: there a chef that specializes in turkey though for you? So you because you don't do pork with anything that you know that the taste good meat you don't do it. I don't know I why know Platt
3: was Jewish.
6: <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up. I was going into the goddamn promo. It's like, oh, is that what it's like when you're trying to make a segue and you get interrupted? Huh? Shut up.
2: So Anywho, as we try to wrap okay, the show, fine. gentlemen, Mr. Platt, continue.
5: Thank you. If you appreciate the content that we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out here at The Chair Shot is by supporting the movement by going to com forward slash shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everyone. And I guarantee, if you go to com forward slash shot. By going to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash the chair shot, you are going to find something that you absolutely love at Pro Wrestling dot com forward slash the chair shot. Remember dot com. We're not just a website, we're a movement, and everybody that was talking shit and pointing and gesticulating while I was cutting that promo. Well, you can blow me. I got a dick and two balls, and each one of y'all except for Patrick, is invited to one. So pick what you like. Pick your favorite, folks. Pick your favorite.
2: Boy, howdy. Uh, wow. Ray, no, 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 no. Ray, you're all done talking except for Ray Cash to tell everybody how he can be followed on Twitter. No more. I
6: think more. that's well, the name of the podcast. Boy, howdy.
2: <laughs>
4: um, go check out Summer of Soul by Questlove on Hulu. It's a fantastic show. Fantastic movie. Um, check it out. I'm at Ray Cash, R-A-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Um, happy Fourth, and more importantly, Happy Fifth. I don't know why it's important.
2: <laughs> and this is one exasperated Patrick O'Dowd telling you all. O-
4: you want to say U-S-A?
2: Can I just tell everybody promo code USA uh-huh. to save twenty percent at
6: ProWrestlingTees forward slash The Share shop? This is you. This is an ass. This is a fucking A, guys. Come on, get it together. Yeah, but you didn't Shut up, to say a. promo hey, code.
2: Oh, for fuck's sake, oh, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, we oh, did it. We did shut it. it. We did it. Shut it. Mission accomplished. So promo code USA on the Pro Wrestling com forward slash the chair shot will get you 20% off an order. huh This is an exasperated Patrick O'Dowd. It's Tell the, you all, the up, problem problem. Now you need to be, be active. Started. Muted. I am not sure that by July 5th, whether or not the code will be active. Anyway, you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> we love you, brother. <laughs> at Wrestling Realist, that is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can also follow the show at bandwagon nerds at bandwagon nerds, just like it's spelled. That's going to do it for one exhausting wrap up of a bandwagon nerds. Thank you everyone for listening. Had a lot of fun with the superhero draft. We'll catch you next week. Now get yourself out of the basement, get some sun, fire off those old fireworks. You didn't fire off last night responsibly. Don't set the West Coast on fire, and don't scare any dogs. You've been listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the com.
0: I, I butt chug salt water all the time.
2: I stopped that before you got Damn there. It was gold, Jerry. It was gold. Sons Why did they call it It should
6: be called Ralphie. Hey, don't worry. Why,
3: don't you worry. Yourself. You did you. Don't worry. Uh, I Davey. record. I recorded it.
6: Got it.
3: Yeah. You guys have a nice <laughs> Ford
6: Have you heard of-
3: Previously I'm Peter Screws the Pooch, I tell you to stay away from this. Instead, you hacked a multi-million dollar suit so you could sneak around behind my back doing the one thing I told you not to do. Is everyone okay?
0: No thanks to you.
2: No thanks to me? Those weapons were out there and I tried to tell you about it, but you
3: didn't listen. None of this would have happened if you had just listened to me! <laughs> If you even cared, you'd actually be here.
1: I did listen, kid.
3: Who do you think called the FBI, huh? Do you know that I was the only one who believed in you? Everyone else said I was crazy to recruit a 14-year-old kid. I'm 15. No, this is where you zip it, all right? The adult is talking. What if somebody had died tonight? Different story, right? Because that's on you. And if you died, I feel like that's on I don't need that on my conscience. Yes, sir. I'm yes. sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I, sorry doesn't count. I understand. I just, I just wanted to be like you.
3: And I wanted you to be better. About a minute.
5: What do you want? You made contingency plans to stop everybody in the League just in case any one of us ever went bad. My contingencies were intended to immobilize, not kill. But Savage came up with a plan to bury you. I assume so. It wasn't one of mine.
6: Was that it? With all that talk about unchecked power, you're still so arrogant you didn't bother to come up with a plan to stop yourself. I do have a plan.
5: It's called the Justice League. Just wanted to be sure.
6: What is it? If the League ever did go over to the wrong side, I want there to be somebody I can trust to keep the planet safe. Even from me.